Is is Rinka King still alive? The no, no, it only lasted one. It only lasted like twenty six episodes. The Moonlight Cat. When it was on, when it was on, I was hooked. I could not stop watching it. It was like some sort of bizarre parallel universe wrestling company. They were like <laughs> giving them the same American characters you'd seen before, except different people were playing them. I assume Angelina Love is still married to that midget. <laughs> if the Mumbai Cats came in, dominated the fucking wolves. Oh, Mumbai Cats. Okay. Molly uh, Shira for the win. Anyway, um, <laughs> hey everybody, you just walked in on my uh, reminiscing about um, Rinka King. <laughs> just Google it. <laughs> Mumbai Cats are on the move. Mumbai Cats are loose. Matt Morgan ran that. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know that? Um, uh, they're just, they're just Doc, trying to make me laugh because I'm gonna be really angry. This when when when, uh, when Doc Gallows was in Rinka King, they had him doing an, an American badass ripoff gimmick called Outlaws. He had cash and he rode out on a motorcycle and everything. Oh, so he was. Doc Gallows so he was and I proto Baron Corbin. <laughs> no, it was like more blatant. I just want to let Doc Gallows know that if we ever meet face to face, that's the first thing I'm asking you about is the outlaw Isaiah Cash. So, Gone so too at, soon. At some point in his career, he's already been fake King and fake Undertaker. Yes, it happened. And fake Straight Edge. Fake <laughs> <Okay>, Straight Edge. <laughs> what can I say? All right, let's wind it up. One, two, three, four. Mike declares. Oh, man. Weak war. Oh, harness your hatred. Part four oh, of our God. four midweek war podcasts this week. We did Lucha, we did NXT, we did Ring of Honor, and now it's time to talk Impact. Go to iTunes, look up the midweek war there, subscribe, rate, review, do that whole thing, or go to wrestlingmayhemshow.com. Get hooked up now. Let's get down to business with the number one. TNA super fan Antonio Garza. What up? <laughs> so, so wait, what am I doing? I'm yeah. just saying you're the you're the number one TNA super fan this week. Oh, oh yeah, 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 I am. I'm I'm the one who likes Impact. The Marking one who out. likes Impact. Marking out. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us from the fortress of hatred in Poughkeepsie, New York, Mad Mike. You guys. Go Knicks. You guys. He's not marking out. about the Knicks. I don't care about the Knicks. <laughs> the, la the last time the Knicks were relevant to me was when Eddie was when Whoopi Goldberg started in the movie Eddie. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 That's, that's a deep pull, motherfuckers. That's a deep pull. Um. All right, we better get to work because oh, we've got a lot God, of ground to do cover. Do we have to? Two-hour live impact, and Mike, give me one word First of all, for Live. Uh, live to tape. Live. Right. Plausibly live. Ish. But hey, Josh and the Pope were ringside. I don't know. I don't know. Riz was already rubbing in that he knew spoilers before the show even started to me. So they were not spoilers. It's just really, really predictable. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. This was the show that was predictable, Garza. Sure. I mean. <laughs> 
I, yeah, I'm going to call Vader's coming back, sure. Yeah, I'm going to predict Matt Morgan returns from the depths of wherever the fuck he came from. Yeah, we're going to guess all those things. Why not? Uh, my, Mike, my, my one focus, word. Your one word. Furious. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> you are furious. I am furious, yes. Because That's how it's Riley's... Uh, Listen, folks, ain't nobody on the internet watched more TNA than Mad Mike. Like, he never misses an episode. I have not missed a Punishes himself by watching the show every single week. There's nobody who knows more about TNA than Mad Mike. Um, so, Mad Mike, what's your good thing about TNA Impact um, this week? My good thing was that they built up the July 1st show... Very, very well. And I'm being extremely sincere about that. The last match in the tag title feud is for next week, and that looks good. The EC3 Kurt Angle feud, where they better do the right fucking thing, or I'm going to be even more furious, that looks good. Or there's um, going to be trouble, 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 trouble. I will go down and burn down everything in Orlando Studios except the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. <laughs> um, the triple threat match for the knockout title looks good. I enjoy Taryn Terrell and her, as Riz called them, Frankenstein breasts. Um, I enjoy Awesome Kong, and I kind of enjoy Brooke. Um, however, the bad thing is that before that show that I said that they built up really well, we have a pay-per-view that I have... When the pay-per-view was supposed to be EC3 versus Kurt Angle, I was going to pay money out of my pocket to buy said pay-per-view in support of hashtag EC3 for champ. Um, I am not doing that now. I'm going to openly admit, if I do watch it, it will be through less-than-legal methods. Um, why? Why? Hey, I, I have a few questions. I want you guys to answer this because clearly you enjoyed this more than I did. Why should I buy Slammiversary? Why should I care about Jeff Jarrett when I don't know who he's facing in the King of the Mountain? Why should I care about Matt Morgan when he's already came out and destroyed Bram? Why, oh why, are they wasting... The fallout of the bromance on a pay-per-view when I'd much rather see it on the show that they're actually promoting. And why do I need to see Austin Aries and Kiki or Choppy, I don't even know which one at this point, <laughs> and neither does the Pope, why do I need to see them fight for the stipulations in a match that will have already occurred? Go. Let me let me sum this up and <laughs> I don't even know how to <laughs> Mike. I'm sorry, I threw a lot been, at you guys. You ever been driving on a road and you're heading to a destination and you know it's gonna <laughs> be a destination nice destination? Of, is that destination America? <laughs> or X. <laughs> and suddenly there's a rock slide, it buries the entire road. That's the <laughs> Slammiversary pay per view. 
It is a rock slide that has covered the interstate, standing between TNA and Angle versus EC3, the last money match that they have. All right. Now, I want to I want to state something. If they promoted Slammiversary like they did for Bound for Glory, that was just like one of their one-night-only pay-per-views, and it was done specifically to promote the history of TNA, I'd be absolutely okay with all that happened. But the fact that they're trying to have it make sense in the storylines is what pisses me off. I don't know what I would do. We were talking about this earlier, Mike, and trying to just hypothetical armchair book and try to just come up with some, some kind of solution that would work. I don't know, like, steal the belt, do the belt-stealing bit for a couple weeks, try to string it out. But they've got to tape so many episodes before this pay-per-view. They're screwed. There's nothing they can do. They just got to... They just gotta lean into this, lean into it, and just take it for the team. They have no choice. They are screwed, Mike. That's all there is to it. They should have just made this about the history of TNA. Like, because Bound for Glory had the main event with Team 3D, who was leaving, and everyone was okay with that. It wasn't a great show by any means, but everyone was okay with it. Like, they didn't try to tie it in at all with anything, except for maybe a knockouts title match. But they're trying to tie things in, and it, like, for anyone who is on the internet, who is anyone who watches TNA, because no one is going to find Destination America. I don't care how much you like barbecue. <laughs> like, if you're on, if you're if you're watching Impact, you know their taping schedule is fucked up. Oh, they're not fooling anybody. They don't think they're fooling it. I, I they think... advertise it on TV that their taping schedule is screwed up. They, they, they've admitted that. And, and I think they're kind of throwing themselves on the mercies of the professional wrestling fans. Not that the professional wrestling fans are feeling particularly merciful toward TNA at this point, but mm-hmm. I think they're like, dudes, we're hosed. You want to watch wrestling on Sunday? You want to pay how much? Forty-five bucks. Forty-five dollars. Now See keep you in mind that's that's four and a half months of WWE Network, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, or, not worth it. <laughs> or about eighteen episodes of NXT. That's about what you get. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but all right, uh, if I had to pick one change from this week, believe me, I'd change a lot. But if I had to pick one change from this week. Why is the X Division title green? Did that really happen? Yes, that really happened. Like, their entire show, brand, color scheme, since day one, has been blue. The X Division title they actually had looked good with the blue background. It kind of reminded me of the old IC title. Now, this question... I don't want to ask this because I'm afraid of the answer. Did they make the X Division title green because of Global Force Wrestling? I don't think so. Uh, to me, it seems they just want to have a collar per division because they've been pushing the, the knockouts type to be really big now with the whole uh, little intro they do for each match. Uh, I can see them doing green for exhibition and blue for uh, for the rest. So I don't think it's because of Global Force. 
not yet. Uh, Mike, I don't know. I don't know how deep this rabbit hole goes. I, I don't know where this, where we're going. Oh, let's, Maybe let's, let's, let's go straight. Knows? Let's go straight to the to the to the point. Do you guys think uh, Global Force is invading TNA, or is it just a one of time? Well, first of all, um, this may be an existential question. Can you invade someone if you do not have a roster? I was gonna say yes. yeah. Like, no, no, Jeff's no. gonna invade Jeff and what army? Global Force has a roster. They have shows. They I know they have, have shows. shows. They may not be a team. You know what? Northeast Wrestling up in, up in, up in uh, Connecticut has shows too. And guess what? They have a lot of the same guys at Global Force Wrestling. That's hey, Global cool. Force has a roster. They have a roster page. Yeah, so does Impact. Impact has King Mo on their roster page. Yeah, and that's why promotion can make promotion. Uh, they have uh, rosters to do it. Listen. Global Force is doing shows at minor league baseball stadiums in front of 300 people. If that. that they, they've got so much work to do still. Maybe this is a shortcut for Jarrett to, to try to see if he can he goose the thing. I don't know what TNA gets out of it. Except for I, a, an I'm, extra body for the King of the Mountain match. No, I'm telling you what, what TNA gets out of it. Remember uh, the uh, story a few weeks ago that they reached out to AJ Styles for the Hall of Fame and he turned them down? Well, guess who they got on the horn with after that? Jeff Jarrett will be going into the TNA Hall of Fame. And then EC3 will have to beat him, which is fine by me. Because EC3 has to beat all of the TNA Hall of Famers. But, I, I mean... <sighs> like, I and why? Why do we have to waste Vader? What do you mean waste Vader? He showed up. He won. If Vader is going to go down to Universal Studios, I only want him there for one goddamn thing, Macron. So you know what that one thing is? Come out and scream! It's Vader time. No, I want him to. Continue his role in the Boy Meets World universe as Frankie the Bully's father on Girl Meets World. If we can bring back Mr. Feeney, we can bring back Big Van Vader. Man, that would be heavy if they pulled that off, wouldn't it? <laughs> Get to work on that Disney Channel. Come on. Oh, jeez. Uh, and, and you know what? You know what the fucked up thing is? Vader won. Vader won because Matt Morgan showed up. No, because Bram is an idiot and couldn't beat Vader. He could not beat lumbering, stumbling, bumbling, 50-some-odd-year-old Vader. Why Vader. do I think he's going to beat Matt Morgan? I dare you to say that to Vader's face. I yeah. would never do that because I want <laughs> my face the way it is. It's the internet, and I can shout into a box. No, but seriously, I mean, Vader himself looked winded. He hurt himself doing the Vader bomb. Like, it's like he, it, Bram, Bram assumed the role of Heath Slater. Last night on Impact. Uh, I, uh, well, uh... Albeit less entertaining, but still, he assumed the role of Heath Slater. Losing to a legend. 
isn't the whole point of his thing that he can beat the legends? I, I thought so. I, I, Mike, you've been watching TNA for a long time. When was Vader there? I do not recall. Oh, I, I, I oh. was thinking about this for because I saw that big hand come in. And I'll be honest, Vader never crossed my mind. I was trying to think who the hell that could be because the biggest guy TNA has always had on their roster is Abyss. It's always been the biggest guy they had. And I thought, okay, that's kind of like an MMA glove. Maybe Ken Shamrock's hands just got really fat. I don't know. Like, you know what they should have done? What they should have done. And I'm not telling you how to do your job, Dixie and Gaborik and whoever is there, but if you really want to put Bram over for me, when Jeff Jarrett comes out to deliver his I'm coming back, J-E-F-F, bye guitar, when he comes out to do that speech, you have Bram come out and you have him beat the shit out of Jeff Jarrett. Oh, man, that would have been hot. Right? And then you put Bram in the fucking King of the Mountain match against a whole bunch of TNA legends. And then guess what? You have Bram win that shit. And that will put Bram over instead of having him be in a one-on-one -on -one match against stretched out shaved Gunner. You never come Are you for Mr. Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, uh, Matt. Apologies to Matt Morgan. We're piling on. Yeah, it's all apologies. Not the, I actually not, like Matt Morgan. Matt Morgan was not the most unwelcome return on TNA Impact on <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> I Mike. I think that goes to somebody else. Yeah. Um, Eric defeated Sergeant Chris Melendez, and then actually, this was a little bit later. But no, that that was in a different match. In the following oh, segment, right? Yeah. yeah, this was in the. Beatdown Clan. Right, 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 right. Which I... Do you guys still know the name of the members of the Rising? Yeah. Drew? Yeah, Eli, I know. There's, there's Drew, Eli, and... Micah. Micah. Okay, see, I legitimately still do not know the other two guys' names. Um... Yeah. Talk about Hernandez. Let your feelings out. Uh, well, first of all, we should we should mention this. Uh, breaking news, Loki has left TNA. Yeah. So, the Beatdown Clan just sacrifices one slightly colored person for another, and they brought back Hernandez. That's racist. No, no, it's not. <laughs> if MVP can say that word on television, nothing I can say about the Beatdown Clan implies anything else. Oh, I'd almost forgotten about that. Good job. I, I will never forget about that. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I think that Hernandez I'm is a call, I'm going to start calling MVP Don Lemon. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Harsh. Garza? Uh, I was going to say that I think that, uh, I mean, at least to me, Hernandez is a better uh, is a better option for the BDC, for the, the beat-up family, than Lucha on the Ground itself. Uh, I, I, I don't think he fits in Lucha on the Ground. And no, but, but that's why I, I rather, like him no. in Lucha and I'd rather have him be the muscle of the beatdown clan now that Joe is gone than to be like doing anything else. Kiel Hernandez was with Homicide was always good. And if Homicide does get well and does come back, I mean that could be like an awesome tag team for the beatdown clan. Um can I, can I have a question? Can I ask a question? Okay. Why does why does TNA always insist on going backwards? Is it because they're filmed in a TARDIS and time has no concept to them? 
That would explain their 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 taping schedule. It would explain a lot of things. But um, I, I mean, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Stone Cold Velvet Sky this week? You know, I I like Velvet. I really yeah. do. I don't know why anymore, but I like Velvet. I thought she was a little bit better this week. Uh, she. Hmm. When you watch Sexy Star beat the shit out of Superfly, and then you watch Lucha Underground, and then you watch Impact, you see where the deficiencies are. <laughs> like, it's not... For, for what Velvet Sky and Angelina Love are given, they do very well. Much like Terran Terrell in the Dollhouse. It's just what they're given is horrible. Like, are we forgetting that the reason Velvet Sky was fired in the first place was because of Robbie E? Are we forgetting that, that it was Robbie E who gave the fired briefcase to Velvet, and technically he was the one that fired her, even though she shouldn't have been allowed to grab a briefcase in the first place? Are we forgetting all of those things? Because Just because Angelina laughed as Velvet left, which... Okay, a lot of people did, especially, you know, Robbie E. Like, why isn't Velvet aligned with Jesse Goddard's? How about that? How about that instead? Like, that would make so much more sense. Not the worst idea I've ever heard. And besides, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, we've been down this road. We've done it. We've it's been here many done. times. It's dead. It's gone. It should not be done again. TNA didn't capitalize on it the first time they tried to do it, and it doesn't make it any better now. Well, Velvet won, so maybe we're moving on? Well, no. It just means she's back in the company now, and she's going to feud with Angelina for another month and a half or however long they taped. That's rough. Yeah. I I mean, I want TNA to do well. There, there are so many good talents in TNA, and by the way, I, I have to say this, EC3, I love you, buddy. I you know, EC3 for champ. I, I'm 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 rooting for you next week. If you want to go against Kurt Angle, okay, you want someone to kinda take Kurt Angle to the limit, why would you bring down Matt Hardy? He gave you MMA badass and all around ass kicker Bobby Lashley. You give him a guy who doesn't even have his own entrance music in TNA? Like, hell, give him Matt Morgan! Kurt Angle versus Matt Morgan, I'd love to see that match. Give him Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett stole Kurt Angle's children! Clearly he knows the guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are so many other things they could have done and they didn't do any of them. Alright, let's rank these shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just super frustrated about, like, next week's show, I expect to be good. I am looking forward to next week's Impact. I am not looking forward to Slammiversary. Mike, where do you rank Impact? Five. Four Midweek Wars. Five. It is number five. Mathematically impossible. (laughs) Tough Talk with The Miz was better than this, and I saw it roughly around the same day. Okay. You are now allowed, you are now we are now allowed new rule on the midweek war. We are now allowed to substitute another show at number four. So if I really like if the pirates like pull off a big win next no, week and one of the shows really lays an egg, I'm gonna it slip has, that in there. 
It has to be wrestling related, Matt. I'll, I'll find if a you, way. If you like Total Divas better than the show one week, feel free. That implies that. I, anyway, Garza? <laughs> I'm going to give you uh, number two. I actually did like the show. I like the surprises. You I'm entitled to your opinion, Garza. You oh, know, wrong, wrong opinion. No, no, no. <laughs> I just have, I have positive, positive uh, view of things. And, uh, like, yeah. I like where, where everything's going, to be honest. Like, I, I know that Samiversity is is a mess because they failed completely to promote it. And in my opinion, Samiversity should have been canon, but they added matches that aren't canon and that are highly important matches. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll... Like, I, I don't know. Like, they, they, they screwed up a lot of times, but at least this show was good. I like the show. Garza, the rest- are, you, are you going to watch Slammiversary? Yes, I will not pay for it because I don't pay for wrestling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I don't pay for televised wrestling. But uh, I will watch the show because uh, there's some matches. I, I I like Jeff Jarrett, and I want to see what they do for the King of the Mountain. Uh, I want to see what the hell they're going to hang because that's the whole point of a King of the Mountain match. And guess what? Spoiler alert. If it's for the TNA title, Kurt Angle's going to win because they already filmed the match where he had wrestled EC3. I mean, they can hang a, a, the, X, the Ultimate XX for, for all I care. I just want to see a they're, match. They're just going to hang a giant Global Force banner. That'd be cool. <laughs> all right, uh, Matt, what, what's, your, what's your ranking for Impact this week? And I, I don't well, want to hear the answer. I know here's what how, it is. Here's how I base my... Um, well, you know, I, I just... Well, okay, I, I, I put Impact number one this week, and I'll tell you why. Because the past first and most important test for me when it comes to um, ranking these shows during the midweek, I couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't stop thinking about Impact before Impact. I couldn't stop thinking about Impact during Impact. I couldn't stop thinking about Impact after Impact. So, what a beautiful disaster. And we all get to share it together. And it was just so twisted and bizarre, Jared coming out. And, and just, it entertained me. <laughs> it's such a messed up show, Mike. And you know what? I'm not worn down like you are where I've been watching it every week. Really, I've only been restarted uh, watching uh, Impact since it moved back to Wednesday night. So it's only been like three or four weeks. Oh, okay. I'll get over it. But for this week, Matt, Matt, Matt. and hey, look at it this way, Mike. This might be my last chance. So. <laughs> Matt, um, when I come to Pittsburgh next time, yes. I, I I may James storm you. So don't stand too close to the T. Um, <laughs> no, I mean you know, I I for the reasons you gave, I will totally understand that. There you go. Yes. See, we can agree to disagree. Well, what a polite little debate we can have here. We are way over our time, and I can hear Sorg from here, and I'm like four or five miles away from where he lives. He's screaming at us right now. He wants us to shut up. So, wrap Mad it Mike, up, B. Wrap it up. <laughs> wrap it up. Mad Mike, say goodbye, Mad Mike. Oh, goodbye, Impact. Garza. <laughs> Say goodnight, Garza. Goodbye, NXT. <laughs> this is your old pal in the mainstream man saying goodbye, Global Force Wrestling. 
Tá bom? <risos>